one of the most famous uh, concepts in the world of Lashon Hara is this heter of Lashon Hara to Ellis. Um, so it's a fascinating sugya. And remember, the first time, I, you know, the times I learned it with the Chavetz Chaim, went through the footnotes, etc. I said, like, you know, like it seems to be like the Chavetz Chaim is building this out of uh, out of the air a little bit, and that's a chiddush that the Chavetz Chaim should do that. I figured, you know what, I'm going to make myself to go through the sugya, because I really went through the sugya, and I'll find the makaras for it. And I go through the sugya, and I'm back to square one. The Chavetz Chaim is building out of the air to some extent, and I think it's fascinating. And let's understand exactly this, um, this concept. So, so just the, the concept we're talking about, we know there's one of the, the Chavetz Chaim has brought to our awareness this very significant Avera of Lashon Harab saying something negative about other people and Chavaz Chaim introduces that by telling us how many negative commandments a person could transgress which he says there's 17 possible negative commandments there's 14 possible positive commandments there's four different arurim that a person possibly, four different clothes that the Torah gives to people possibly a person transgress one of them is specifically about Lashon Harab there's other ones besides and we're all doing all these things then the Chavaz Chaim comes along both at the end of Hilchas Lashon Hara in Klal Yud and then the Hilchas Rechilas in Klal Tes and he says but if there's going to be a benefit to somebody else you're allowed to say it and then he says there's, there's different details that you have to criteria that you have to meet the points that you have to meet to be able to, uh, to allow it um, but he's, he says okay so where is this from where does this come from this idea so on page one Chavaz um, Chaim says over here now just the difference between what he says in Hilchus Rechilus when he says Hilchus Lashon Hara so Rechilus the Chavaz Chaim defines or the Raman defines as creating a, creating some type of animosity between two individuals so we're discussing the Hetra of Tuelis over here we're discussing it in the concept of allowing us to say something negative which is going to cause some element of negativity between two people that's in Hilchus Rechilus. So that would be relevant. I'm taking a partner, I'm hiring a worker, I'm going into a shidduch. Any, in, any interface between two people, which now goes under the, under the umbrella of Rechilus, there's a heter of toelis, if it's for a valid purpose, is going to be mutter. There's also a concept of saying Lashon Hara, which is just saying negative, just saying something negative about people, period, um, regardless of whether it's... Whether it's... Whether it's um, Please, please, I'm to ask you to, to not repeat it. Okay? Yeah. Thank you. Um, the, there's saying negative about people independent of whether you're causing, causing animosity between two people, just I'm saying something negative about some, somebody. So sometimes you're allowed to say something negative about somebody. That's what he talks about in the world of the Heter of Toelis and Lashon Hara. So you have Toelis and Rechilis, means it's a question between two parties. And you have Tuelis Alash and Hara where you're talking about one individual not in between two parties, but just the individual himself saying something negative about that individual. So both of them, he says, there's a, there's a hat there. So he says, okay, so I have this question over here that if I see, we're going to use Reuven and Shimon. And so Reuven is getting involved with Shimon. Shimon is uh, potentially in some way going to be detrimental. This relationship between Reuven and Shimon will be detrimental to Reuven. I have to tell Reuven about it. So the Chobaz Chaim says, nearly, so the question he says, I want to know. Um, <coughs> um, he starts off. Uh, I didn't mark it off, but at the beginning of the beginning of the, the right the right column. I tell you that you 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 must go tell him. As a matter of fact, you must tell him. He says, even if you're not asked, you must tell him. Even without being asked, just on your own, you you are you are required to offer this information, offer this this, this information, this negative information. 
she says, where does it, that sounds pretty, you know, I started it out, and all of a sudden I'm saying this, where does it come from? So, so he wants to know, are you allowed to tell him? Are you, must you tell him? What exactly, so he says in the paragraph, nearly, you are required to tell him. He brings a Gemara Sanhedrin. I see somebody which is being Tavei Abanor. I see a person who's drowning. I see a person who is being attacked by, by these bandits. So do I have a responsibility to step in and save him? I cannot be passive. I have a responsibility to step in and to save the individual. So therefore, in the case of the listing, I need to tell him about it so he can prevent it. So I have to tell him about it. Okay, so here I'm not, I'm not jumping into the river to save him. I'm not fighting with the bandits. I'm telling the person, hey, they're out to get you. Make sure you don't go down that road. So I'm telling him the plan. So I'm talking Lashon Har. And it's Mutter. He says, okay, well, of course, because that's a situation that his life is in danger. If he, if he goes down that road, his life is in danger. Uh, over there the situation is they want to, his life is going to be endangered so I need to tell you that you should protect, you protect yourself maybe when it comes over here we're just dealing with a financial loss so I'm about to hire a worker and this worker really is he's not so scrupulous he's going to steal some things from me so am I allowed to tell him? am I going to tell him? well well, some of them are but that's that's what the case where we're, we're endangering somebody's life. Here we're not talking about a life-threatening situation. We're talking about just a financial loss. Well, no, that's not true. How about the uh, people whose money is more important than their life? <laughs> right. <laughs> um, those those two. the Rama. We'll see the we'll see the actual quote of the Rama. The Lama. Some of them are Kabul nami litoibish as they do so. Binyan momen benamagulot. How do I know if I know if I know if I know testimony for somebody and I can I can testify in benson and his benefits in a financial situation? How do I know that I have a chiyav to do that? How do I know that I have a chiyav to to step in and 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 test? and say this testimony so the, the Torah says if you don't testify you're going to you're, you are considered culpable um, but the Ramam the, the Safra which is the Torah's Kahanim and besides that the Ramam quotes this the Ramam says that this goes under the umbrella of that like you said somebody's money is valuable to them like that, very valuable to them that's like that's part of the Damriyecha so I can, if, if he's potentially getting a loss of money, I can save him by testifying. I have a chiyuv to testify. So we see the Ramam, the Safra, and the Ramam says that this mitzvah of Lasam applies to financial situations as well. Okay. So if the Gemara is telling me that I have a responsibility to te- to tell the individual the list of out to to kill you, I have a chiyuv to tell them the list of out to steal your money. So I'm saying Lashon Hara. He's listening to my Jewish bandits, of course, like you know, like Jewish Ganovim, right? So I need to tell you about it. And the Lachiv to testify is even if you don't ask me. I have a, if I know information, I have a Chiv to, to come to Bezin on my own. Um, I can't stand past it. And that, the Sefer Shar Mishpah, the beginning of Chiv Chiv points out that this Avera applies even if you're not asked to testify. If you know information and you can testify, you have, you have a mitzvah in the Torah and you have an aver. If you don't, you have a mitzvah to testify, to offer to testify, even though you're not asked. Okay, so this is where the Chobetz Chaim says that this mitzvah, which we 
would assume, obviously, it's talking about Damriyecha, it's talking about a, a question of a, a, a danger to life, and I have a chiv to step in and save the person's life, but it's not true, it's even it's something which would be a financial loss as well. Now, the Chavaz Chaim is going to move from beyond the cases of financial loss, he gives the example of a hiring worker, he gives the example of a partner, he also gives an example of a shidduch. Now, there's no financial loss necessarily over there in the shidduch. It's just a question of ending up marrying somebody that I would not want to marry. But he says it applies to that as well. So, okay. Now, on page two, he points out that this, but, but, he makes a list of, requ- of requirements that you have to be careful about, the, the, the different points that you must be aware of when you're doing this, to fulfill this, to allow this hetzer to, te- to tell a shidduch and actually make you responsible to say it's only if it meets certain criteria so some of them are pretty obvious you cannot exaggerate he says you have to know the information firsthand. one of them he says that you have to have in mind that you're doing this for, for, for a positive purpose you know so you're about to hire this worker and he used to work for me and I really hate the guy's guts because he stole a lot of money from me so of course I'm doing you a favor by letting you know that this fellow was a ganav and you know you shouldn't hire him. But I'm also get, getting he had a great job opportunity which I just destroyed for him, and I'm so happy that he lost that job. So my intent is also because I, I don't like the person. Besides the fact that I want to help you, I'm out there to get the other to get the other guy. All right, um, the, the, the divorcee. You know, I'll let you know what I think about the, 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 my, my, my my husband, what he did to me. You know, of course I'm only just thinking for your benefit, and not because I happen to not like my husband. You know, well is that sure? Not. So you have to have come on a little. You have to have intent for only for the positive purpose. Okay. Now, um, so that the um, so let's read that on the top on the top of the page. Number it says Gimel Shekav and Rakhat You have to have intent just for the beneficial purpose. The Haino Lasalik and Yizakim is that to protect you from any loss. Not because you have any any animosity, any hatred towards the other person, towards Shimon. Okay, now just take a look over here in the Bear Mayim Chaim. He brings certain, uh, certain sources for that, which we're going to see some of them as we go along. That in the second paragraph, in, in the footnote in Bir Maim Chaim, which is like the middle of the page, um, the second paragraph of, of footnote Gimel, it's okay, you know what? I can't really have positive intent. I, I can't do it. I, so I'm hotter. I don't have to tell you anything. I'm not allowed to tell you anything, so I can't say anything. So you should have this million dollar loss because I can't control myself. And, and well, that's not right either, right? You know, you're hiring this guy, and he's going to swindle you. He's going to embezzle. Who knows what he's going to do? But he did it to me, and I can, I'm just thinking about my. You no, know, so that's not very nice to me either. So he says you are responsible. Um, so like you know, so. Ruben's being attacked by Shimon uh, and Shimon is threatening Ruben's life and he's beating him up, etc. Very, very dangerously, etc. And I don't really like Shimon too much. And of course, if I'm going to stop in and I'm, you know, I'm, a, I'm a world champion boxer and I can take him down easily. But I happen to hate Shimon's guts. So I can't save Ruben from being killed because I hate Shimon's guts and I'm not going to do it for the right purpose. That's ridiculous. Of course you have to step in and learn to control your Yetzirah and focus for the right reason. So I'm not saying that you're, you are re- relieved from your responsibility to do something because you have negative feelings. You, you need to overcome your negative feelings and focus for the benefit of the person that you're saving. Would that be true by the first hand clause as well? If the person who knows information first hand isn't saying anything, are you still mechayiv to say something? Who who are you? You're the you're the one who heard it secondhand. So secondhand gets more complicated, and uh, the, the the answer could be yes, yes. Um, assuming that that person is not doing something, I would have and I could do something. I would have a to do something, but secondhand gets more complicated. I'm not going to. That's like 
we discussed the halachas last night. So this, this is just the lambdas. The, the initial <laughs> set of conditions here is, is telling the based in. No, no. It's also applied to telling the individual. No, we're talking about, we're not talking about Bezdin. We're talking about saving, saving the person. Okay. He hears bandits are about to attack him. Or I, I know that they're going to they're going to ambush him on this road. I tell him don't go down that road. I don't go to Bezdin. I go to the guy. So they say I'm about to hire the worker. Don't hire the worker. Right? Okay. Um, so the uh, in the footnote in the bottom footnote in the Shulei Achaim he, he, he raises this he, he points out that you have to overcome your negative feelings he says he doesn't say that before in Hebrew Lashon Hara he says it over here right. so both cases he talks about a hatred of the Toelis he only says it over here so what he says before in Hebrew Lashon Hara is let's say a person is Shimon is doing something which is really negative really bad it's an Aveira etc and I want to publicize that so people should realize that this is not how you're supposed to act so I'm allowed to do that. If that's my intent, my positive intent, and I, I didn't, I can't speak. I spoke to the person, and Shimon is not is not accepting my techocha. I meet all my criteria that I have to do. I'm allowed to publicize it. You know, you should know Shimon is acting improperly. What he's doing is wrong. It's not between two people. It's about him, right? Over there, if I can't overcome my negative my negative feelings, I don't say anything. Over here, I have to because over here, there's losam al damriyachah. And that's what he points out over here, that over here, it's not just a question of publicizing, it's a question of saving somebody. I have a mitzvah to save somebody. I have a, an Avera. If I don't save somebody, I can't just say, well, I can't have the right intent, and therefore I'm, I'm relieved from my responsibility. Okay. So the, the source of this is, one of the sources is Rabbeinu Yarno, to page three. So the Chavaz Chaim, the introduction to his Sefer, the Chavaz Chaim, he says, you should find that multiple times in the Sefer, I'm going to quote the Rebbein Yad. The Rebbein Yad was a Muslim Sefer. Right? So how can you quote a Muslim Sefer? We're talking about Allah over here. He says, you should, it's very clear that the, that the Rebbein Yad, throughout this section, which he dealt with Lashon Hara, he, says he never really went beyond the Din. He was just giving us the actual Halachas. He was not giving us Muslim. Um, in general, just, just a, uh, an advertisement for the Rebbein Yad. Um, so Ben Yarna, if you look at the Sefer, the Sefer is divided into four sections, four shorim, he calls them. The first Sefer is how to do tshuva. The first shower, excuse me, the first shower is how to do tshuva. What are the details of how to do tshuva? The second section is why should you do tshuva. It gives you six reasons why a person should do tshuva. So that's pretty much Musa type. And the third section says, okay, what do you do tshuva about? What are are there? So let's go through all the Averas. And he points out all the Averas which a person is possibly not aware of and why you should do chuba about them. So he's not giving Musr. He's talking about halachas. These are halachas. These are, these are mitzvahs. These are dinim which a person should be keeping which a person is not necessarily aware of. Now, he might throw in a little bit of Musr while he's at it, you know. But the, but the, but the main point is so Shar Gimel, which is where this is taken from, is not the Musr section of the Zafir. It's actually, and there's a lot of Musr there, but it's not the point over there is to point out halachas which you are not necessarily aware of that you should be aware of of and uh, be careful about. So the Chavaz Chaim says, and he says, anyway, I would not rely on the Ben Yarno alone when he's saying a Chumrah, because there is an element of Muslim, I would more, but I will rely on him when he says a Kula. And this is actually a case where he's saying a Kula. This is the Chavaz Chaim in the introduction. So now in Rachel he says, Vadaki, the 
you could say you could tell the people about these situations where you're not talking about publicizing he did an avera which he talked about earlier, but talk about there's a potential damage to somebody. Even though one person saw it, you could help the person who's being being affected. If I know information and I can give the information, he can I can protect him or get his money back. I have a, I have a responsibility. I'm allowed to say Hara and I have a responsibility to do that. Um, and that's why you find that the Enech could go to Bezdin to be Mechaev and Meshua but, but you should try and speak to the other person first if possible. Okay, so but he introduces this idea by when we're dealing with issues between people I have a right and I have a mitzvah actually to say something. Okay. Um, the next page is the next page four and, fi- four and five is a Piske Tshuva. Piske Tshuva is a safer written on a uh, Yeridei is actually it's, it's printed in the Vilna edition of the Shulchan Aruch. In Arachaim, it's not. The Shari Tshuva is printed instead. But the, the Sefer Hizkei Tshuva exists on Arachaim as well. It's printed as a separate Sefer. So in in in, in Simon Kufnan Vav, Kufnan Vav is like sort of like the Muster section of of, of, of Shulchan Aruch. Talks about person leaving, leaving, finishing the lochas of, of, of the, the shul and going out to, to before it goes to the lochas of how to eat a meal. It says the person goes out to Masamat and you should be careful to do a MS, etc. Then the Magen Rav makes this long list of potential of areas that a person might be dealing with on a daily basis. So he talks about Lashon Hara over there. That's one of the main places where the, where the, the, the Magen Rav talks about Lashon Hara. So the Pisky Chuba, in response to that, says, you know, Rishi Lahaskarpos on page four. It's in the bottom paragraph, second line, third line in, bracketed off. Rishi Lahaskarpo. Um, I, I want to say something over here. Al das asher kol hasifri musur herisho oylem al oven lashon hara. Everybody, they 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 they're marished oylem. They they raise the, the the thunder. They raise this the set the, the roof about this issue kol lashon hara. Vanochi marish oylem lehipoch. And I want to I want to raise the roof on the following. Oven golem is that there's an affair which is worse than that. Vagamu motzi yoiser and I find it's very common. Who menias atzim leladaber mewakim anitzuk lahatzel zoshuk miyad oshkari. Not saying something. When you're supposed to say something. Okay, that's a powerful lotion, right? Right? When you have a chiva say something, and it gives Derek Moshal, Mimisha Rob Echachu Arev Al Khavera, Ba Orma Al Aderek, Bemidbor La Hargoy, he's gonna ambush him. He's, he's breaking into the house or into his store you're not going to say you are being culpable for this person's death this is protecting a person from the loss at least goes into Shabbos Aveda you see that his servants are stealing money. Or the shutim is um, uh, fooling him. He's borrowing money, he's not going to pay back. So uh, how can you not say something? And then he continues on, etc. So he has a very strong lesson over here. There's a chiyav to say something. It's not just a nice thing. It's a chiyav to say something. And I look at that. He says in many ways as a worse avera than lashon hara. The silence is worse than lashon hara. I'll give you. An, um, I mentioned this last night in the shir. There is a ramah and hilchas 
in your day in Hilchashuas that the Ramah says, let's say I, Shimon tells me a secret and makes me swear I won't reveal it. And this secret potentially could cause a loss to, to Ruvain. And I, and I, the, the Torah would want me to tell Reuven to protect Reuven from a loss. The Shua is not a valid Shua. It's called a Shua to go against the mitzvahs of the Torah. The Shua is not chal, and you have a chiv to tell Reuven. That's what the more paskins. So the chiv to to let Reuven know that there's a potential hefzer that Shimon's causing him, and Reuven to protect himself from that is so strong that it's not a, the Shua does not take effect at all. It's called nishbalavatul the mitzvah. Shua against the mitzvah is not chal, and your Shua that has no right. The person grapple with the question which comes up. You have hippa situations, etc. I know. That information on somebody which can protect somebody else. I'm a doctor or a, a, a therapist, etc. Right? That there are, there are, there are multiple. I, I made an oath not to share. Well, the oath is not come because it's a sure the initial about those mitzvahs. Do, do I have a key to, to, to say? So um, the question which comes up is: If I'm going to lose my license and I'm potentially lose my lose my pranosa, do I have a key to say? The answer which the person will give you is that you're not mechayiv to say you're going to lose your license and lose your pranosa. Um The why? Uh, there's two reasons why. We can discuss it after share, but that, that's the psak. But if, it's, if, it, if that's not the situation, a person is going to lose a pranosa. A person would have mechayiv to say, even though he's promised, he's not going to say if it's something that you must protect other person from. Okay. Yeah. Two questions. Uh, are you going to get to halachas of if somebody comes to you with information? Uh, you're on the receiving end. Do you believe it or not? I'm going to get that to the end okay. if we get if we get there. Okay, okay. Uh, page six. So this is a quote from the Rambam and Sefer Mitzvahs. Mitzvah Los Aseret Sarivav. He's Iranum in Israel, but Tzolus Nefesh Echad Kishinerei Basakanas Mavis. Oh, you have to. We have. We cannot be um, negligent. We cannot be. Uh, what? What's the word I'm looking for? Passive. Passive. Um, and, I can, and I can save somebody when I see him in a situation of potential danger of life or of a loss. <clears throat> we're able to help. He gives an example. A person is Tavei Benor, etc. I'm skipping to where the brackets are. A person holds back refrains from giving testimony to Kaleo Gamkain he's included in this in this area as well. Kihuroya Maman Khabero Ovad he sees money being lost. He could get it back for him by testifying and he doesn't do so. So there the so that here the Ramam says that the financial loss goes under the umbrella of the Samana Damriya. Okay. There's just two more two more sources on that. Um, the Kharadim does that on page seven. Um, he quotes it from the he, um, the name of Rameshu Makuchi, which is the um, the smag. So the the Kareem is saying the smag says this as well that the, the Torah juxtaposes Lasei Rocha Bamecha Lasei Damriacha. It's the same posik. You cannot say Lashon Hara. That's the bearer of Lashon Hara. But Lasei Damriacha don't refrain from telling when you potentially save somebody from a loss. Um, and the same thing in the Archive uh, in page 8, it does the same thing. Now, what's the logic of this heter? Page number 9. So we can understand, like the Archive says, that, that the Torah juxtaposed these two things in the same posting. The Torah put the two together to tell me that even though we have an Amir of St. Lashon Hara, the Torah is explicitly telling me that there's an override, there's an escape clause of doing it when I'm protecting, protecting somebody from the loss. 
So it's not a general rule in Minot of Mechaber. It's specific to this issue of Lashon Hara specifically. Rebbe Khan does not understand it like that. So on page 9, this is the same recovery from Rebbe Khan Wasserman. Um, so Rebbe Khan says on the top left column that he brings a toysis in Mechaber Cotton that um, we put people in Kherim. Well, Kherim is a form of clover. There's a lot of the Tarlos, so you cannot be Makal give somebody a clover. So, how does the power of putting somebody in Kherim override this issue of clover? That's the question what Toysis deals with. Um, so, Toysis says it's a question. Rabbi says, We're not for Tosis, I would say the Holy Servant should be done with Haber, mitzvahs and his servants are between individuals. The Isser is when you're doing it for no valid purpose. And it gives an example you can't hate somebody, but the Isser is only if it's seen as Chinam. Because I'll say, if you see somebody doing a Dvar Erva, I'm allowed to, to, to hate him. And matter of fact, it's a mitzvah, it's a mitzvah. Um, he talks about love the Bible, the issue of hitting somebody. The Rama says the issue of hitting somebody directly in a fight. Per, that's why you're Rebbe's allowed to hit a Talmud. Right? It says what you're hitting somebody. Um, the, um, the, there's this amount of Yosem You cannot afflict an amount of Yosem. So I'm teaching a Yosem. I, I can't, I can't uh, chat for him a little bit to make him learn better because I'm, I'm causing him pain. But that's, that's, not, that's not true. The Rambam says, "You know, selalam the Torah umnis leki yisura." Rambam says, if you, "If you are being ma'an on the child, you're, you're pressuring him and giving him uh, pain because you feel he can learn better or he could d- learn his job better." There's not no yisura over there. Let's say the rachab ba'mecha. You know, selashon hara ba'lemachloikis to to stop the machloikis. I know the vorim. You're allowed to be you mak to somebody derech techacha, but giving somebody muster sometimes you you know I give a guy muster like a guy gets feels uncomfortable. I know the vorim. I'm using words to give you. Pain. Um, so, um, see, multiple times you see that many of the mitzvahs of the if there's if there's a valid need, so we see that all of these all of these avers but on the if there's going to be a toelus, they're going to be mutter. I would even suggest the more has an interesting question, uh, famous, famous uh, ethical question. Okay, so Reuben and Shimon are neighbors. Shimon is this guy who always leaves all of his stuff out on the front lawn. You know, he never puts his stuff away at night. You know, you always tell him, you know, one day Shimon, you're gonna lose all your stuff. You know, eh, it's not gonna happen. Nobody's gonna steal it. Nobody steals it. You know, but you're always worried. You know, you're pretty. So one night you decide, I'm done. You go out in the middle of the night. You take away the bikes and you put them in your in your garage. She says, she wants to tell them, they were stolen. I'm never, never going to do this again. I'll, I'll keep them locked up. And then you remember, like, you back the next night, you know. So you taught him a lesson, right? <laughs> you're stalled to teach him a lesson. You're allowed to do that. So the morning's a Pusik, especially read me with Pusik that it's Osir. Loisik Noivus has an extra time to tell me that it's Osir. What are you drosher for? Of course you can't. You can't touch somebody else's property. And he has special drosher because otherwise it'd be mutter because I'm not stealing. I'm doing it to order to teach you a lesson. Right? Um, the person talking about a Rebbe taking away a, a Talmud's. Uh, Whatever he's playing with him during the middle middle of, middle of class, right? You know, so uh, what's what's the, it's, it's Geneva, <laughs> right? You know, so that there's other there's other heterim, you know, you walk in Amunas that uh, being after all of your, your life to your Rebbe. No, no, okay, um, <laughs> fine, okay. So, so now let's explain this heter. Let's explain this heter. So the Rambam says this is a general heter middle of the Chaveroi. Um, the the Arachayim, Arachayim says it's based on the drush of the pasuk. 
so which one is it? So, um, page 10. Very this is a fascinating thing. We, that, that Really, there are two parts to Lashon Hara. Every Lashon Hara, really, there are two things which are happening when you say Lashon Hara. Um, two things are occurring when, when I say Lashon Hara about somebody. Number one is, and the fact that I'm causing you discomfort, damage, it could be uh, your, your reputation is affected, you're going to have a financial loss because of it, you're going to be embarrassed, etc. And the fact that you are a negative person by, by looking at things negatively and enjoying the fact that you're saying something negative about somebody. So there's something wrong with you. You're acting in a negative way. And there's something wrong with the fact that you're affecting him negatively. And the Rebbe says there are two different points of Lashon Hara. And we're going to point out to the Chavaz Chaim that both of these are valid on their own. Each one stands on its own. Okay, so now when we say Lashon Harla Toelis, we have to um, we have to explain that Lashon Harla Toelis is going to allow both of these, right? So um, that and that's that's an interesting question. Maybe we need the two arguments to allow to be able to allow both of them. I want to elaborate on that, but let's just build up this point over here that there are two parts to Lashon Hara. Okay, so on page 11 you have the Rambam Echad, and, and if you look towards the bottom of the Rambam and then Halacha Hei, Perak Shmi Halacha Hei, Echad HaMasapr B'Lashon Hara B'Fnei Chaber HaShalafonov Lashon Hara is B'Fonov HaShalafonov B'Amasapr D'Vorim Shagarmim Inishmu Ish Vipi Ish saying over things which eventually if they will get out Lahazik Chaber B'Gufa which will cause him damage either in his physically or financially or to cause him discomfort or to get him scared so Rama says that I'm saying something which will cause I'm not saying something which is negative I don't believe I actually think it's a good thing that he did but I say it in a careless way to the point where it's going to get out to people eventually it will cause him damage Rama said that's Lashon Hara I have no negative intent at all the Kavs of Mishnah brings a source for this as a Gemara in Shabbos. The Gemara in Shabbos tells a story that there was Sweet Tanoim discussing the, the situation with the Romans in Eretz Israel. And Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Yossi, and Rabbi Shimon Yechoi, Rabbi Huda said positive things, Rabbi Yossi was, was parav, and Rabbi Yossi said something negative. One of the people there went out and told somebody, not because so he just, you know, you know Shimon Yechoi felt like this and this and this. Nothing negative, no negative attempt, etc. Eventually, became it got out, it got back to the government, and Rishon Lekar's life was was threatened because of it. And the more said that was called Lashon Hara, because he was careless by sharing something which eventually could, could, could cause damage to somebody. He had no negative intent, but he had no, he actually told him Rishon Lekar was right. But it doesn't make a difference. So the fact that it's going to cause a damage is part of Lashon Hara, the damage it's going to cause. The Chabad Chaim points this out on page twelve um, that um, if you look in the uh, in the Bear Maim Chaim, which is the, the, the first footnote, it starts on the right column of the bottom line. He quotes the Rambam. Then in the left column, the third line, I have no intent to be Megana him. I have no intent to, to denigrate him in any way. Like the Kesser Mr. brings the right from the Gemara over there, where he did Hudabin Gerim, Meshabbos, etc. He had no negative intent at all. There's, a, there's, a, there's an issue of damage. Okay, what about the other way around? Lashon Hara is because there's damage. What about if there's no damage? Page 13. 
So this is the language of the Chavetz Chaim. He says, You do not affect him negatively in any way, shape, or form. The people who heard it do not believe you. You need to do tshuva. Furthermore, if I can calculate beforehand, that it's not going to impact this person negatively in any way, shape, or form. You cannot say negative things about people. So I, I know it's not going to affect the negative. I just enjoy saying something negative. That's also awesome. So both these points of the Red are saying are both true. Each one stands on its own as a form of Lashon Hara. Both of those are called Lashon Hara, even though they're quite different. One is the damage which you're causing, and one is the fact that you're, you're a person who speaks negatively about other people. Both of those are true. Each one stands on its own. Okay. Um, so he points it out on page 14 in the, in the Hagor on the bottom. Um... Um, he says over here like this. Other types of errors. If I try to steal, it doesn't work. I didn't steal. Even though I didn't, I wasn't, I wasn't effective. I mean, I didn't cause any damage to the person. Um, it's not. It's still called hara. The more says the meal was mechaper and lashon hara, which wasn't effective. Well, apparently you need kapara. Just talking negatively about people is considered an avera. Besides the damage which you're going to cause, both of those, each one by itself, is, is considered lashon hara. Therefore, the more says in a case where your lashon hara was not affected, which means no damage was caused, you still need the meal to be mechaper because that's still called lashon hara. Okay, so we have two parts of lashon hara. So the average but is because of the damage. Okay, um, they actually, we actually did. So when I say we, we're, what I'm doing is not an act of damage; it's an act of saving. It's not a, that's not the problem. It's hard to answer that, right? So Reuben is hitting Shimon, um, and Shimon is hitting Reuben, and Reuben hits Shimon back to stop him from hitting him, and he causes damage to Shimon. He's potter. You're mousing somebody. Well, I'm doing it for Hatzola purposes. I'm not doing it to damage. I'm doing it for Hatzola. If the, the fight is over and I'm so angry at him and I decide I want to go beat him up, then I'm high. now it's just negative. There's no Hatzola involved. But if the purpose is Hatzola, purpose is a positive purpose, that's not the Avera of I still might be a negative person. Okay? So maybe that's why you need two sources. Um, okay. Um, Has anybody attempted to apply any of these principles to politics? There are no principles of cotton politics. It would be fascinating to, to live in a world where p- politicians would be principled. Yes? <laughs> Along those lines, uh, is Lashon Hara when you disc- only when you're disclosing facts? Or if there's a politician where there's no issue about the facts, are you allowed to express a negative opinion about something that, that, it, that it's a doer that he did it? So the Chobos Chaim says that, um, that something which is known 
there's, there's many Rishonim which hold there's not it's a Lashon Hara, but putting a negative spin in it, which is not necessarily automatically understood, is Lashon Hara. Is, now, I'm not yeah, getting about the politicians. an opinion about something a, uh, a public figure did. You know, you're not revealing any new facts. Uh, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Badly about this thing he did. I understand. So I'm saying the Chobos Chaim says publicizing the the facts is not a problem because the facts are known. Putting a negative spin on something which wasn't there beforehand would be considered lashon hara normally. Is that mutter when talking about politicians? That's an interesting question. Okay. Um, Israel could be a live issue. It's a very yeah. It's very. Uh, It'd be fascinating to see a. I would love to see a, a situation of elections going forward based on all the following the rules of the Torah. How, what it would look like? It would not look like the way it looks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Just uh, parenthetically, there's a new safer I just bought uh, by Ralph Daniel Feldman of YU called "False Facts and True Rumors" about Lashon Hara and you know the current age, and he actually has a section on politics. Okay. So okay. Okay. Fine. Okay. I prefer not to get involved in politics right now. Yeah. Um, okay. So now, on page fifteen and sixteen, the, the, the Brandon Yarder, as he talks about this hetter of saying saying Lashon Hara, he says, "If I'm doing it in such a way that it looks like, it looks like my goal over here is to say negative about somebody. My goal is negative negativity, even though there's potential benefits. But my goal negativity, it's it's also." So not only is it also if my if it's if my if my true goal is negativity, it's also even if it looks like I'm doing it with negativity. So I'm doing it privately, nobody knows about it. Well, why? If you really feel like that, so say something. Why are you hiding it? You know those type of things. So he talked about those type of points. I'm not going to read those inside, but he says if um, etc. Okay. Um, Can I ask like a flip side of that kind of? Yeah. Um, so I know of a situation with somebody where they ended up getting married and they got divorced and afterwards one person said to somebody who could have given information, they said, why didn't you tell me the information? And the person said, you didn't ask me directly. So uh, okay. if you'd be able to keep, there are certain situations where you would have had a key to share the information up front even when you were not asked. In certain situations, which you only include if you're asked, uh, the details the details are uh, is much more complicated. Okay, um, now what about the following question? Um, where you so we're, we're introducing this idea that there's a heter of saying lashon hara if your kavana is uh, positive. If your kavana is negative, there's no hetero saying Lashon Hara. We said maybe to explain why you need both the source and the Pasuk, and besides that, you also need this argument of Rebbe Khanan is because maybe there are two parts of Lashon Hara, and we need to address both of those parts. There's the general Ben Adon rule, which you find applies to Rebbe Khanan says, all Ben Adon if it's done for a positive action, that's not what the Torah answered. And there's a second issue, which is the act of speaking negative about somebody, negativity about somebody, which the Torah answers, even if there's no effect at all. So, I mean, permitting it because of the effect, I wouldn't necessarily know that's going to be permitted because the issue is not the effect. While I have a special positive, the Torah, the Torah puts the two, juxtaposes the two in the same positive to tell me that the Lassam and the Reacha overrides the Lassam and the Reacha. And that's what we're going to suggest. 
So th- let's move this forward. What about if you have both intents? You have the intent for the positive result, and you also have intent because you're Samach aid, right? You have both both uh, thoughts. What's the rule over there? So we said you're supposed to overcome your, your, your negative attitude and just focus on the positive benefits. And you, you know, that's hard. What, what are the rules in that situation? Okay, so the Chavetz Chaim seems to be that he wavers on this question. Now, in, in, in the footnote in 17, this is a modern safer. Um, this is a Ramersha Kaufman in, in Eretz Yisrael. He's a, he's a Rashiv in Eretz Yisrael. He uh, put the safer out. He touches on this question. I'm really, maybe we'll get back to it. I'm not going to read it right now. It's a little bit complicated. And it'll make more sense if we see um, the rest of our notes. Um, so on page 18... So I mentioned to you the situation where uh, uh, Reuven and Shimon are attacking Reuven and, and Reuven is steps in to fight back. He's allowed to do that. What about a, a third party? Can Levi step in and hit Shimon to save Reuven? Same way we get, there's a concept of when Shimon is being rode after Reuven. Shimon is, is running after Reuven with intent to kill him. A third party is allowed to step in and save Reuven's life. Um, if he can save the life without killing Shimon, he has to do so. If the only way he can save Ruben's life is by killing Shimon, he's allowed to do that. That's a bit of rodeo. What about a situation where it's not it's not a threat to life? It's a question. I mean, Ruben is going to be be is being physically beaten. Can can Levi step in and 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 and, 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 and do that? So the halacha is Shachonarchsin. This is Gemara. It's a Gemara in third parak in Babakama, and it's passing the halacha. Levi sees Shimon hitting Reuven. The only way he could stop, he could save Reuven is by hitting Shimon. Levi is allowed to hit Shimon to save Shimon from doing an Avera. Hitting somebody is an Avera? So my, 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 the reason why I'm allowed to do it here is not to save Reuven, it's to save Shimon from doing an Avera. Okay, um, so the, here the Sma and the Taz discuss a situation where that's not my intent. Right? My intent is not to save Shimon from doing an Avera. I happen to not like Shimon. I'm very happy to hit Shimon. Right? Levi does not like Shimon. He's very happy to hit Shimon. Right? So his intent is not because he wants it for Shimon. So as a matter of fact, I've never stopped people doing Averas the rest of my life. I'm very matter of fact. I, I actually encourage people to do Averas. All of a sudden now I became the big side of, oh, I don't do an Avera. I want to save him from doing an Avera. Like, really? Like, come on. Who are you, who are you kidding? So the Sma says that case is also. <coughs> if my intent is not for Shimon, sir, my intent is not to save Shimon from doing an Avera. My intent is that I dislike Shimon. Or, I, or, and how do I know that? You've never done this before in your life. Well, you know what? You can't start now. The Taz disagrees. This is an act of Hatzolo. This, this is an act of Hatzolo. So just because you have bad intent. You know, so you put on film because your friends think you're a nice guy. You still put on film. Right? You know? Right? So the mitzvah, the mice is a valid mice. So the Sma says that the situation, he said not only would you, according to the Sma, not only would you be also to do it, any damage that you caused you would have to pay for because you're not doing it for the right reason. And the Taz says, 
um, he says, depends if you've done this before or not. So any day of time is a chiluk. I don't get it. Given the dinner, who shiochal lahatzal yedei akoyzemuk. You're allowed to be matzal. Maldi bezesh yesh lo sinal mamaka. Why do I care that you also happen to not like Shimon? Come on, come on. It's a mitzvah lahatzal zemuka. You're doing a mitzvah. Chiyav kavodas alayv tayim elsa. Depends on what your thought process is. I mean, women, you know. Talking thought process, thought process, thought process, thought process. Now the says, thought process? Where are you coming from? Where did that come from? Where did that come from? Okay? So this is Vaatin Darka Bakak Pamacheris. Um Harelo Yafasabasanapaman. And now he's doing it right. Shaper COVID, umitza COVID. You did the right thing this time. You stepped in like you're supposed to. So, what, what, just because you've been doing a virus till now, the more has a lotion eating, just because you ate garlic, I tell you, she eat more garlic. Uh, you know, like, you know, like. Okay, so that's the Taz's argument. Okay, so. Um, okay. Yeah. What about an emotional mock? Does that apply also? Someone is yelling at someone, they're abusing them, but then. Yes, there, are, there is a case in Allah where there was somebody's calling somebody a name. Um, and there are halachas of boishas. You know, Shulchanar tells the case if I call somebody publicly, I call them a mamzer, you know, I have to pay money. Right? Well, if you call me a mamzer first, I can call a mamzer back. You know, there, there's scenarios in halacha which that applies as well. Yes. Okay. Um, so the Chavetz kind of points this out. This, this issue of having kavono that you have, you should have, you shouldn't do it because of sina. Well, that, that might be depend on the sma and the taz. So according to the sma, that's very clear. You have to have the right, right intent. According to the taz, like you're doing a mitzvah, saving somebody. Right? He's about to enter into this business partnership with this fellow who's a swindler and an embezzler and every you know, wonderful name in the book. And I'm saving him. But I'm not, I also happen to dislike the guy. So according to the taz, I, I, I have a mitzvah solo. It's a mitzvah solo. It's an act of solo. Of course I should do it whether, whatever my intent is. It's not going to... Um, According to the Sma, you have to have the right intent. So he points out that this argument really might, um, and he points out that this is page 19 at this, this point. Um, okay. Now, now let's go back a second. Is there a, is there a, a comparison between I'm arguing the Chabad time? Is there a comparison between the world of Maka and the world of Lashon Hara? So, by case of Maka, it's about Al-Mukhavera, and we said that the action is right. The issue of Hara is when the action is an action uh, which is Nitzoyan, an act of fighting. But if it's act of Atzal, it's Mutter. So that's the Tassa's argument. This must even that case. No, no, no. You're def- what your intent is is going to be significant. But does that prove what the status of Lashon Hara is? besides the fact that there's this heter of, of the general heter of that if there's a benefit it's mutter there's a separate issue of you are a negative person it's a separate issue so maybe the reason why you have to have kavod al is because of the second part of that, this mitzvah and that's what the Chavis, that's what that would be would support this argument that even if the the taz is right by the case of Hakor, he would not necessarily be right by the case of Lashon Hara now, what about the following? The, 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 the Chafetz Chaim is going to touch on two examples. I'm not going to read them inside. Um, let's start with number, the page 21 first. Um, Ruben's really upset. Shim did something terrible to him, and he's really upset. And you know, he's just like he's ready to just tell the, tell the whole world. You know, he comes to me. 
and starts telling me the story. Now, there's a sense there's an Israel listening to Lashon Hara. So I said in the room, I don't want to hear about it. Right? That should be the reaction. He says, you know what? I know that if Ruben lets it out, his steam out to me, he's the type of guy, he, you know, once he lets it out, he'll calm down. I can, I can explain to him a little bit what's going on. You know, we could sort of like, you know, deal with it and he won't, you know, fly off the handle. But if he doesn't let it out now, forget it. He's going into Shul tomorrow, giving a clap in the Bima and publishing it to the whole world. She says, it's a mitzvah to listen to him because I'm, I'm saving him from Lashon Hara. Right? So the, so the question is, I mean, I'm not doing an obeyer. I'm listening to Lashon Hara for a valid purpose. Right? He's still saying Lashon Hara for the wrong reason. So you're not saving him. So yeah. I'm saving him from war of Avers tomorrow, but the couple of times seems to say that it's Mutter, even though he has the wrong Kabbana, because there's a Toelis involved in what I'm, why I'm listening. I'm being Machshul Haman and Avera. The couple of times, anytime I listen to Lashon Hara, I'm being Machshul Haman and So you're asking me to do what Lif Neiver Lashitan Mikshul to save him. One case. That's case of page 21. Page 20, page 20 deals with the situation. Let's say I'm trying to find, find information for a shidduch. And, you know, I call up and I start you know, talking to the guy since we're shidduch, you know, everybody clams up, right? That's what happens, right? So I meet the guy and we get together, you know, over a cup of milk, right? Clearly um, correct over here, yeah, right? Touch schmoozing say what are the guys in yeshiva like you know what about him what about him right, I get all the, I get all the raid right now I'm, I'm doing it because I need no information for Shidduch but he he's not having Kabbalah Latoelis right he's having Kabbalah for Tesalus and Hara so the Chavitz that, that's I'm, I'm doing an Abeira I'm being Machshul him in an Abeira what Abeira am I being Machshul him in he's telling me information which is valid so the Chavaz Chaim in the footnote has this, compares it to the following question. There's a Gemara which says a concept like this. There's a, there's a Torah called Aphoris the door. A wife makes a netter, the husband hears about it, the husband has the power to annul the wife's netter. Whether she knows about it or not, he has the power. So, w- w- lady makes a netter, she's not going to eat bread. Right? The husband hears about it and says, ah, yeah, ridiculous. How far? So she's allowed to eat bread now. He didn't tell her yet. Meanwhile, she says, she says bread, 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 bread. And she goes and eats bread. As far as she's concerned, she didn't have air. So she needs kapara. She didn't do an She didn't. She, there was more to eat the bread, but she thought it was awesome. Well, the Morris says that the case of a person who intended to eat basar chazir, he planted to eat chazir, he ended up eating sheep, ended up eating lamb. He, had, he thought it was chazir, really it was lamb chops. Kosher lamb chops, minahadrin, glad kosher. But he planted to eat chazir. So the more you need, you need kapara. So that's the situation over here. This fellow intended to say Lashon Hara. Really, it wasn't Lashon Hara because I got the benefit from it. And I'm being marshal him in that. Is that a called an avera? To be marshal somebody in a, in a, in a seeming avera. So Tosis and Kedushin says yes. Uh, I'm not going to involved in the, in the case over there. But Tosis and Kedushin says being marshal somebody in an avera, which is not really an avera, but he thinks it's an avera. He does it anyway. It's called lifting evil and mitchell. Right? Then comes said, you know what? Maybe it's not. This is really chazer. Because Sanglish and Hara, now, which is a Toelis, not the Toelis, maybe it's called Chazer. So in the Chavaz Masupik, when he said Lashon Hara, which is beneficial, not for beneficial reasons, is that called an Avera or not? Is that truly an Avera or is it just a bad intent? Is it bad intention or it's a real Avera? So Chavaz Khan said, I'm not sure. 
So we'll just read that footnote on page 20. Um, Ruvain's saying it for, for, with bad intentions. It's like a case where you pl- plan to eat chazer and you end up eating uh, lamb chops. The more it has a posseg, you need kapar for that. He brings the toys and kedushin. Okay. Then he says. Um, um, you know what? Maybe this is even called eating chazer. The main thing is what your intention is. So now the Chobos time seems to be, he's not sure. Right? Is this an act of Hatzalah? Because really it was beneficial information. I was saved from getting involved in the Shidduch, which now I know. He told me that you know, this guy's a really bad temper, and you know, I would never want my daughter to marry such a person. He saved me. It was such a solo, right? So it was beneficial speech, but his intent was bad. Is that called Lashon Hara or not? I'm not sure, he says. Could be it's called Basar Tleh, could be it's called Basar Chazir, could be it's called eating lamb chops, could be it's called eating Chazir. Because the main thing is what your intention is. So the Chavetz Chaim over here seems to be getting involved in this question of how do we define the action? What is it? Is the main thing the intent? Or the main thing is the benefit which is there? That defines the action. So we have two cases of that. So i just give you an example where this plays out in, in a different area of Allah on page 22. Okay? Um, the fish are running. Right? The bass is running today. Is the, is the, is the day it's Shabbos. Right? right, this guy fellow has he finishes hard to go fishing, right? So he goes out to, 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 the, to, the, to the lake, throws out the nets, and he catches fish. He's mechal Shabbos, right? He also happened to save a child who just fell in right now, and he saved the child. He caught fish and also a child. He saved the kid's life. Right? So what's the halacha? Is he chayiv to bring a korban in that situation? Is he chayiv for chilo Shabbos or not? Okay. Uh, so it's in page tw- page twenty two, which is more menachos. I bracket up a lot of the Gemara. We're not going to have time for all of that. It's about half. It's about midway point. First line of the word of the line, the itmar, um, in the bracket section. Shoma shatava atinak biyam. He heard that the kid is out there. And he went out to catch fish. And he got fish. His intent was for the fish, but he got the fish and the kid. Okay? And we pass him like Rabbi. Because this is an act of a solo. It's not Chilol Shabbos. This is an act of a solo. It's the Foshas. It's not Chilol Shabbos. So the action, even though the intent was wrong, his his the heck with the kid, you know, I, I want to catch fish. Right? Well the luck is that he's potter because he caught he, he saved the life. The act was an act of Hatsala. So here by by Hatsal's Nafashis, by we define it based on the actual action, not on the intent. So, um, so why maybe is Loshon Hara different? So that maybe get back to our original point that that Loshon Hara might be different because there is this other element in Loshon Hara 
of the, the negative act of that negativity which is which is there is is a separate avera independent of the de- the result that you're accomplishing. So if the issue is the result, so the result is defined as an act of Hatzola, not an act of Chilo Shabbos. The, the result is defined as an act of saving the person's life. The, the result is defined as an act of saving the person being hit, according to the Taz. The result is that I'm saving this person from a financial loss. If that's what it is, so you're right. The, if the issue is the result, so then result, we look at the bigger picture, and that's how we define the result. That, but we, we said it by Lashon Hara, there's a separate Aveira of saying Lashon Hara, independent of the result, even though you know the result's not going to be negative at all. But you cannot say Lashon Hara anyway. So that's why maybe that Lashon Hara is different than that point. So that's the, the, again, so this is the, the discussion. We, we brought some sources. Let's try and bring it all together. We brought some sources for this heter of saying Lashon Hara. We point maybe there are two sources for it, one based on the Pasuk and one based on the, this idea that Rechonim points out there's a general rule when it comes to Medon that if it's done for, for positive benefit it's going to be mutter. The question is, why do you need both? We pointed out there are two elements of Lashon Hara. Both of them stand independently. Um, and then we, we pointed out maybe this difference to the situation over here. So that maybe that's the Chavitz Chaim's question. What did you really do? Did, did you eat Khazar? Did you eat lamb chops? Right? Because your, neg- your intent was negative, even though the result was positive. Um, and maybe the situation where I, the result was this person not going to say any more Lashon Hara, but right now he's intending to negative emotions coming out when he's talking to me, and I'm being machshel him to allow to do that. And the last point over here, just the Chavaz Chaim points out that when you do hear Lashon Hara, you cannot believe it. Uh, there's no hetero to believe the Lashon Hara. Just look, somebody tells you something, you have to believe him? Oh, you never lie to me, right? right? Of course not, right? Um, he just, just, just fed you Lashon Hara, so he's such a big tzaddik. He does never lies, but he says Lashon Hara. Maybe not such a he's not such a big sadic. But he says besides that, maybe there's more details to the story. And there's always more details to the story. If you would know, you know, right? How many times have you, you know, we're, we're confident and sure and no doubt, no question that you know you knew the, the whole the whole story, and therefore what he did was wrong. And you find out, well, you know, actually there's more more detail than what he did was okay. Right? So uh, you could, but that doesn't mean you cannot, you should not hear what it, and you should take it into consideration. So the more it says, it's a Gemara Nita, the more it says that the um, the, the, the Pasuk, so G'day ben Achikim was appointed as as the governor over the land of Eretz Yisrael after the Korban Abayas. There's an individual named Yishmael ben Netanya who uh, planned to to murder Gedalia and then to, to make this coup and kill all the people, etc. He was told about it and he said, I don't want to hear any Lashon heart. <coughs> And he didn't. He did not act to protect himself, etc. And the pasuk says that this is what happened. So the pasuk says, "We were killed by Gedalia." Of course, Gedalia didn't kill him. Yishmael killed it. He should have listened to the He should have listened. The more says. You cannot believe it. You have to take it into consideration. You can't ignore it. You have a responsibility to protect yourself or others. You, 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 can take it you can't believe it. So Chavos Chaim takes this to quite an extent. There's a fellow collecting stalker, and people believe that he's an Oni, and he's asking for stalker, and you're giving him stalker. Somebody says, You know, the, guy's really, the guy really is not an Oni, he really has money. He says, You don't want to stop giving him money. There's a novel term, give, not giving money to an Oni. 
as far as you know, he's an Oni. It's because somebody told you he's an Oni. Now he's not an Oni anymore. Now you have a right to, you should check it out. Lachash boy, you should clarify, but tell you, the person has a Chazaka. Chazaka, we follow so many areas of Allah, the concept of Chazaka, all of a sudden now, when it comes to my money, no Chazakas anymore. Like, you know, like, you know, hashing the Saga. Somebody said that I think you might be an Oni, I'm up there. Really? The guy has a right to get a, get a, get stalker from you. You get, you can't do that. So he says, so, you know, there's no you don't have to return a, a Shabbos Aveda to a person who's an apicarus. Somebody said I think it's an apicarus. I, I'm going to keep that card that I found. You know, like you know, you know, there's also chapter lachas boy. You can clarify and find out, etc. The lachas boy means you have to, but you cannot believe it. So somebody tells me, shit of information. This guy has a bad, really bad temper. I don't know if he has a bad temper. I shouldn't ma- get involved in the shidduch because I don't want to get involved in the shidduch. But I can't say, I know the guy's a bad temper. You know. How do I know you guys have a bad temper? Because somebody told me that they think he has a bad temper. Now I know for sure. You know, you don't believe it. You're boy. So this is very careful when it comes to second information. Somebody told you, you have no right to believe it. You have a right to take it into consideration. You actually have a responsibility to take it into consideration. You don't want to get involved in, in potential fights and fights and fights down the road. So don't get involved. Right? But that being said, we discussed last night, you know, there's quite a difference if you've already finalized the shidduch. That's a different ball game. Where you, already made, you made financial commitments. They already got married. And somebody tells you, you should know, I, I'm telling you, I, tell, well, who said? I can look into it. I, could, I can't assume automatically that that's true. There's a difference between getting, before I get into the situation and what's, what's already into the situation. The Chabbat's kind of spent a lot of time discussing this issue. There's, there are big differences between what stage the, 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 the relationship is develop, uh, holding out. We point out like, there are three stages. There's the original stage, which is just to, to, they're, they're, they're contemplating such an idea. There is when the Shidduch is actually going forward, which is compared in Allah to Ani Mahabha I'm attempting to get something already. It's so damn it. I, the more I talk to a case where the Oni is trying to get, an Oni is, sees there's food there, it sees the Balawas is giving out one portion of food, and then he's about to give it to me, and somebody else swoops in and takes it, the more calls the guy Russia. So, person say, if I did it because I want to eat something, I'm called the Russia. Tell the Herman, just do it because I'm a negative guy. Right? So I can't just, you know, that's quite a different stage than they're really considering at the beginning. Over here, they're actually dealing with it. And then the third stage, which they actually already engaged, they made commitments. Um, point out, the Riyasha points out in, in his breaking of Shiloh, he says you should basically consider it like the equivalent to um, Ritzicha. Before you do if you're ready to do Ritzicha, so you should do that too. If you feel that that's valid to the Ritzicha over here, then you should break the Shidduch. If you want to get involved in breaking the Shidduch, you know, well, I'm telling you, I think it's better, you know, it's such a good idea for you, you know, like, are you willing to kill somebody? If yes, for what you believe in, fine. And that's, that should be the criteria how you decide, and that's, that's that stage. Okay.